3: And welcome to The Long Run, your live stream for the everyday runner from the 40 Runs running community. We talk all things running every Friday at seven o'clock. Um, we're, here we are on YouTube and Facebook, but you can also download us on um, Spotify, Apple, and Google if you want to take us for a run on um, as a podcast at a later date. You're more than welcome to. I'm Ian Wilkinson. I'm here with 40 Runs founder Chris Ford who old, is, in, is undertaking a new role tonight in the absence of producer Toby he yes. has been uh, he's in charge of all the um all the wheels and cogs to make this all tick along lovely what could possibly for the next go hour wrong. or so so yeah exactly we don't know what could possibly go wrong and um, we've got a few personnel changes as well haven't we Chris you're not the only one who's moved yeah, we've all moved seats
2: tonight. We've all had a shuffle along, but it's been, it's been improved by Mel joining us in the captain. So happy days.
3: <laughs> yeah, hello, Matt. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm
4: good, mate. Thanks for having me on.
3: Absolute pleasure. We've, you know, it was only a matter of time. You know, we've got we've brought the pros on. We've done two or three weeks, you know, just plodding along, trying to find our feet, and it's time to bring the A team on. And that's, so it's great to have you, mate. Great to see you. And uh, Mel's here, Mel Howes. We're going to have a chat about park runs because it's eight days. I know. Eight days until the return of park run. So, we're going to be having a chat with Mel about all things park run. She'll be able to answer every single question you've got about park runs, except <laughs> one, which is where did I put my barcode? Oh, yeah. She doesn't oh, I know. know that. She, she doesn't know where you
2: put your barcode. Uh, you won't see it on the podcast, but it's on the back of my phone. I stuck it to the back of my phone so I
3: couldn't oh,
2: see it. See, there, so, there's your, there's your first
3: park run tip. Oh, Al's got his. This is excellent. Very good. Well done. So um, yeah, we've got plenty, plenty to be getting on with. Um, so um, Chris, we'll just re- we'll review the weekend. We left people worried about your well-being last week because oh. um, you were jumping out of an aeroplane. So yeah, um,
2: had a perfectly good, perfectly good aeroplane. Well, I think um, firstly, Ian, I think because Toby's not here because uh, he's lazy, uh, I would just like to ask everybody to stick their questions in. Via, because that's what he does, isn't he? He says it on Facebook. Hit the link that I put in the group. And if you're on YouTube, stick your questions in, whether it be running related, park run, running shoes, something for the captain, something for Ian or, or Super Alan Bowley, whatever you want. Yeah. Stick them in, oh, you know, I forgot about Al's here as well. Yeah,
3: Question big Al's right now. Super um, Alan Bowley this week.
2: But yeah, no, uh, I left you um, about to jump out of a plane. The video, by the way, drops this weekend. We've got, it's a two-parter uh, because there's so much of it. And it comes out tomorrow. Um, well, it's actually midnight tonight. And then the second one, the follow-up, is on Sunday. And it is uh, enthralling, I would say. Um, but the guys did an amazing effort. And I just actually just want to give a big shout-out to all the guys who did it because we raised... Um, everybody who jumped that weekend we raised ten thousand pounds for the charity which is incredible oh, wow, that's so that, brilliant. That, that will change five young people's lives great forever so, um, yeah great, great job mm, yeah well done, mate. and we all survived except for toby who's not here <laughs> <laughs>
3: people will think this is deliberate people will think that you know we're sort of like you know doing a spoiler you
2: know what's happened to toby you know he's not recovered all i would say is that he did and he's and he might be listening I well, it was Alan. Was it you, bruv, that caught him walking? Some Yes, it's what, on film. Yeah, someone it's caught on him film. walking. Yeah, we we got him. He's caught. He was caught walking. It's the first time, apart from when he had, went into the Portaloo for eighteen times at the Dorney Lakes Marathon, which we've never mentioned that he was, he was disqualified walking. as
5: well. He had help. Oh yeah, he was disqualified. He had but don't spoil transit.
2: the video, Alan. Don't spoil the video. Yeah, we can't
3: have any oh, spoilers. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> do too
1: early.
3: Uh, but Chris so what was it like jumping out of a plane
2: it was alright bro to be honest with you I, I've got to be straight up I, I, it weren't nothing major um, everyone was said that it was going to be awesome the best thing I've ever done and, and all this sort of stuff but it was like right I'm on the ground off we go and it, it I got more of a buzz from seeing all the guys um, crossing the line is that like when we finished, I was more, I had more emotion and sort of energy and, and just pumping. When I was seeing like Wendy and Lynn and Sabrina and all the guys coming through and crossing the line and finishing what we'd started, I was more pumped about that than than jumping out of the plane bit.
5: would you fancy
2: it? it? you
3: tempted or have you done it?
4: Was that Mel or was that me? Me I'm, 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 do, I'm doing it next year oh yeah you signed what, up already where, uh, the captain and his lovely wife are doing it next next year so uh, we've got 10 months to prepare so which would be a challenge for us both in different ways but yeah i don't know if i'd it. want
3: 10 months or 10 minutes to prepare really i don't
2: know which way it's all right but it's all right it's all email you Mel, up for it
1: um i'm quite scared of heights um my husband's done carl's he's done one before with um, his school stuff but um i, I sat with the class fair and watched but i am tempted i am slightly tempted maybe i need to get over that fear of heights and, and do, do it. it
2: mel there's still splice- do
1: space
3: it. on the it, yeah so there's still spaces available for anybody mad enough to think that yeah following everybody's footsteps but i mean what a, yeah on a serious note what a great effort for 10 grand for the charity is brilliant yeah it's incredible it's really, really good, good. Uh, yeah really good. adds yeah. off to everybody you know yeah. So yeah, good. Drop in the comments. Tell us, you know, if you if you were one of the uh, the lucky. How many did you have? To, was it ten of you? Ten, twelve? Something. Like we had it.
2: ten that jumped. I um, know oh Nettie, bless her, she was injured, so she didn't. She's still got to do it. She's doing it in August. Um, but yeah, we had nine poor souls that went up and did it. Um, and apart from Toby, we all made it back. Oh, I, spoiler!
5: <laughs> so, uh, what did it look like from the ground, mate? Was everybody having a good time? It, it really did look amazing to see the the, the shoots open and see everyone drop to the ground, and then see their faces as they kind of hit the ground. It's that moment of shock and awe kind of kicked in. And um, it was great to then kind of cheer them, you know, seeing them really struggle, seeing them suffer, seeing yeah. them have those heavy legs. It was great. He, he loves it,
3: doesn't he? He no, loves seeing people
5: great. suffer. It's outrageous. Yeah, I plan be still being too old and too fat for next year, but, you know, I'm working on it.
4: Well, never. working on being we'll too say.
5: fat for next year. <laughs> and too old, yeah. <laughs> never too old. Ne- never, never. Oh, I'm glad
2: it went well. That's brilliant. Chris, what else have you been up to, mate? Um, not a lot, brother. I've not had a very good week. Um, running's uh, had to take a back seat this week. Um, I had a good session with uh, the guys in Hartford and um, Broxbourne on Wednesday. I nearly killed the guys, most notably Sabrina, who hadn't recovered when I saw her on Thursday, which was good news. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I've just I've had an up-and-down week um, and I'm busy. I've got to drive after this straight down to Swansea because I'm back in the classroom um, this weekend carrying on my um, athletics coach qualification. So that's... Oh, right. So what'
3: right. So what's that? Just sort of like a series of lectures and things like that? And it's just basically me looking
2: awesome and uh, pretending that I know what they're talking about. Nodding your head in the right places and all that sort yeah. of things. But Yeah, but the good thing is after I've, qualifi- after I've done all this, I'll actually be able to go to the Olympics and teach people like asher smith to run faster oh well that'll be all right then. and then and of
3: course the irony is that it's an english athletics qualification and you've got to travel at Swansea. Swansea. It. correct
2: so yeah that way you go across <laughs> the street well, take...
3: well you know you never know who you're gonna bump into mate it could be great couldn't it
2: yeah yeah no i in all seriousness i'm i'm looking forward to it i um i go in these things with open open eyes and open arms and um i think you, you know if you can continue to learn Obviously, I've been through the qualifications process that I took upon myself to better myself. Um, and this is the final stage of, you know, I can't get, I don't think, any more qualified in terms of athletics and running after this. So it's a bit of a bit of a head slog, but I, I'm fine with it, you know.
3: Okay, that's great. Uh, yeah,
2: Will, um, so if you've got any questions
3: that you want to send us, I um, will be um, compiling those as we uh, go through the course of the day. Mel will also get the opportunity to do our lightning rounds which uh, I'm sure she's really looking forward to. Well, she seems like, um, yeah, she doesn't know actually much about it, but um, I'm sure it will be fine by the time we think. So before we get to that, I just wanted to have a quick chat with Matt, who's um, going to be um, co-hosting today. Um, welcome along, mate. Thanks Thank ever so much for helping us out. Toby's obviously dropped us in the mire, and you were the, the only man that we could really get for the job. You know, you were the top top of the list. And oh, um,
4: that's too kind, too oh, kind.
3: Only one man for the job. <laughs> absolutely so um yeah we're just um how are things going with you i know you've um you've had a few injury issues
4: yeah it's not been the best start of the year um it's quite weird being in this scenario because i think the last time i did a quiz was just before christmas and it's crazy to think we're in july already mm. um but yeah no i've i've been out probably since the end of february i i was foolishly doing intervals and uh hit the last set full out sprints and felt the groin go and ne- i've never really well didn't recover in the time I thought I would and and reluctantly uh started writing the checks to the physio and it sort of went up to my abductors. so we've we've had a few months off a lot of strength work which Chris knows is not stuff I enjoy no a lot of a lot of of foam (laughs) rollers um so so you know that's gone really well and you know touch wood I'm, I'm I'm back running um albeit slowly and very short distances um just contended with a little bit of muscle imbalance at the moment which is just causing a little bit of knee pain but again that's just more strengthening so looking at the quads and the hamstrings now so it's been really frustrating but look you know it it is what it is and my my goal is to get back running to the level I was at the start of the year and uh, then we build from there.
3: It does seem though as if you've had a sort of plan of action and you've been been able to sort of tick things off as you've been going along so you've had the little targets to keep you going is that Sort of like a fair assumption.
4: Yeah, and I think I probably, you know, Chris won't thank me for saying this. I think I deal with it slightly easier. I mean, having a bit of time out isn't a major problem. There's, you know, other interests that keep me sane and keep me going. But, it, you know, it has been hard, absolutely. But I think all along I've sort of had the London virtual at the back of my mind. So that's always been the target. Not sure whether that's still achievable. We'll see come the end of this month. Um, but it's 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 small baby steps. So we've got past 5k in the next week. It's going to get to 10k, and then we'll go to the half, and we'll, we'll build from there. And and what will be will be, you know. And you know, I'll, I'll be back out there with the forty guys as soon as soon as it's safe for me to do so without more permanent damage.
3: And you've got yourself a treadmill.
4: How's that going? I know. Uh, early days, early days. It's not paid back just yet, but uh, yeah, now just just balances the training out a bit but I think with the weather this weekend I think I'd rather be outside running where there's a bit of a breeze
3: now lots of people will know you from the group that you um sort of took up the mantle of being the quiz master during the quizzes during lockdown which um I know lots of people were boosted by you know in those difficult times when we couldn't go out and we couldn't do much you know it was a it was a big boost for the community you know so it's something you enjoyed doing you know
4: Oh, it's good fun. And and do you know what? You know, I, I know people who run some local pubs who are still doing it sort of 18 months on weekly and credit to them. But no, I mean, it was a particularly tough, tough time, wasn't it, for all? So it was great to be able to to reach out to people, um, have some good banter. You know, we had some great evenings, a lot of heckling. Um, we had a break. And then <laughs> we, from
2: me and Billy. Yeah, Billy, yeah. Billy, uh, uh,
4: the emoji challenge. <laughs> and 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 then we obviously came back and we did one at christmas which was good fun so you know they've not gone away forever and you know they, we we may bring one or two back at a convenient time if chris allows but no yeah. it, was good, it was good fun it it kept people's spirits up didn't it and and let's face it we all needed it at the time
3: yeah it was uh, i mean i it was one thing i it it got me more involved in the group, actually. You know, it was something that brought it together, and it was something that I looked forward to on a particular night, and just see a few different faces, and get, and you get to know, you know, got to know more, more members of the group, and things like that. I thought they were a big success, Chris. You were obviously very grateful. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: yeah, the, the stuff the captain did, stuff Stu was doing, all the people that were doing it through lockdown. It was if you actually stop for a second and look back at what we did as a community, the Forty Rounds Running Community on Facebook during that time was was. It's was amazing. unbelievable. Just the, the silly things like the challenges, and but also just the checking in with each other as well. Like people doing like the odd live stream, just and just general, you know, chit chat and banter and and everything. I think it really made, especially the first lockdown. You know, where we was all in so much shock and was like, what? It just made it manageable, and we all got through it. I think with with, with you know a little bit more of a smile. There may be others. We we were lucky, so lucky that we all came together and it was incredible. And we raised a lot of money for charity as well. We Mm. did a load of virtual challenges and we raised like, I don't know what it was in the end, but loads of different charities, you know, every charity for a different medal. And and we raised like NHS one, there was like loads of money. So again, the community, like I said, uh, oh, actually, you haven't seen the video, have you? But it's this week's video, it's again, it's the community coming together. And doing and being powerful together, and, and you know, raising ten thousand pounds this weekend, and, and and you know, but it doesn't that have to be about the money? But just coming together to support each other. This is where forty runs, what the guys have created, is so powerful. It's and it's like not brilliant.
3: just so. It's, it's not just people meeting up at events and going for a run
2: and going home again. Absolutely That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? That's it's friendships. It's it's support. It's just a bit of a laugh. Um, you know you look at big fletch and he's asleep while the others are warming up at the uh, uh, on Wednesday <laughs> night you know all that sort of stuff you know that 's where we are unique and we 're different and 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 we are we stand out and and you know we are you know we are all in this together and it and it really is it's it 's incredible i can 't say it enough i just it blows my mind i mean you' been you have been right here from the start haven 't you
4: uh, it was ju- it was just after. What well, well, Chris remind me? What was the what was the tough London? Was it 2018? Was the hot one, wasn't it? So yeah, I, we- I joined 40 runs just before uh, that hot London marathon, and Chris and I met at the Hackney half yeah, marathon, which was about three <laughs> weeks after London, and I think that was the first official 40 meetup. I think Hales yeah. Bells was there um, trying to trying to. There was a, a five Lynn or six was there, of us. Lynn, was there, Lynn Poppy, Poppy. Was there. Um, and and it's sort of yeah. I mean, I you know Chris and I sort of got to know each other during the event and then after. And I mean, I, I think for me, looking back over the last seventeen months, I've, I've seen Chris once during the pandemic, which was when I was fortunate to run with him and Toby during last year's virtual. But to think a lot of that stuff Chris has talked about we would conceive on a weekly basis in a Pret in London. You know, we <laughs> had regular luncheon and that's been completely wiped out. So life has changed for us, but it's great to see that the community is still vibrant. And, you know, there are still good, fresh ideas coming up. It's just we're having to interact in a very different way at the moment.
3: Yeah. If we had any good sort of observations from the audience out, sort of people chipping in. I see people see Toby's getting a bit of a hammering about his disqualification last week, but lots of people, please. No spoilers.
5: Well, I'm sure we'll come to Toby again and again over the course of the evening, but uh, we've had some questions in. I'll start with Ian, Ian Lowe, just in case he's waiting. He might be waiting on an answer, Chris, on this, but uh, he's got his Adios 6, and um, he's not sure. 40 miles in, and they seem to be. The best shoe and the worst shoe, all in one. What's your view? Uh, Have you had, had them? To... Have you tried them? He's not going to like the answer. I am not a
2: big fan of Adidas or Adidas shoes um, at all. Just watch my video on the Boston Ten and the um, what was the other one? The Adidas Pro Two. Me and Adidas or Adidas shoes, wherever you come from, just don't get on. So I am asking for Adidas. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm the worst person to ask about Adidas shoes because I just, they, I don't know anybody else. But there's just certain brands, certain, you know, some people say about Hoka, some people say about other brands. They just don't suit them. And I and I can't find a pair of Adidas shoes that work for me. So uh, hopefully that answers the question. I don't think it does. but
5: Yeah. Next up, Barbara, Barbara Mackie, you need to come back and tell us where you are. She said that all her races have been cancelled and she's looking for something else to do, but you haven't told us where you are. Long. So we're a bit lost in terms of recommendations. So to come back on us and let us know. And then we've got a question in from Alison. Um, wants to know, in terms of park Run coming back, and I'm sure Mel will have a view on this, but with all that enthusiasm and pent-up frustration, should we be going for it and smashing it out? Or is it turn up, enjoy, and just you know take in the atmosphere? What's your view on first park run?
1: Me? Um, I think it I think it depends on how much you've been training during the, the period of time and actually whether your course has had to have any tweaks or changes to it. I know there's a couple of little tweaks that are happening at Bushy um, just because of um, being in one of the Royal Parks and things. So I think it's a, you just have to gauge it by yourself, how many numbers are turning up and then just see how it is on the day, like you do with most park runs, I guess. You You turn up on the day and you see how you're feeling, you listen to your body. And you, you take it from there. And after all, you know, if it doesn't work how you want it, you've always got the next week.
3: That's a bugle, True. isn't it? You know, True. there's always
5: next That's
3: week. Uh, Barbara's just come back out and says she's in Paisley in Scotland. So,
5: anywhere, sort of... Yeah, I know. Central, so we'll have to put a request, request out link. to the audience, won't we? Who's out there in Scotland and who's signed up for what? Let's help That's Barbara yeah. out with this one.
3: Come to next year's Edinburgh Marathon and me, Barbara. We'll have a whale of a time. it <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> be great. I'm sure I won't be the only one there in a pink forty shirt. So, uh, yeah, nah.
5: you'll love it. I keep checking so, out your questions, guys. Just
3: yeah, keep right checking them out, particularly parkrun ones. You know, because it is parkrun week. So, I mean yeah, um, now, Now's the time to bring in Mel and have a proper chat. Thanks to ever so much for joining us, Mel's this week's guest.
1: You're very welcome.
3: You're lovely. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. It is just great to see you. Um, must be a lot of excitement. We've got eight days to go until parkrun's coming back. You know, what was it? What was it like when, tell us what it was like when um, it started winding down and it looked like it wasn't going to happen?
1: It was all very, very quick um, because it all, you know, I just remember being at the last park run that we did and we weren't sure whether park run was, we still weren't sure at that point on the last park run that we did whether it was going to be coming back the next week or whether that was the last one. So we were kind of saying goodbye to people. We just didn't know what was happening. We didn't know about school closures at that point. We didn't know about the lockdown. But we, we kind of guessed where it was heading. Um, it was quite a tricky one because, um, obviously, I'm at Bushy. So big, big numbers. And yeah. it was just trying to get people through I And mean, it was quite a cold day that day as well but just trying to get people through the funnel as quickly as we could trying to keep people at that point sort of socially distanced and not over each other because obviously we we have to squeeze up we've got double funnel um at that so yeah it was it was quite a a strange time because we didn't know what was going to happen and when it was going to finish and it only finished after we only found out it was the last one after we'd already had it if that makes sense. Yeah,
3: and uh, so, yeah, you're involved in B- uh, Bushy Park. Obviously, you know, football's got Wembley and uh, rugby's got Twickenham and Park Run's got Bushy Park, really, isn't it? I mean, it's, uh, it really is the sort of bastion. It's where it all started. It's the bastion of the um, of the whole movement, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And it's, you know, it was started off by the 13th to runners that started it on that first one when it was Bushy Park trials, not Bushy Park Run. Um, but that's just grown and grown, even over the time that I've been doing Park Run from sort of um, having sort of 900 being a large number to you know our general numbers about just before we stopped uh, because of COVID, we're around sort of 13, 1400 weekly.
3: So, how did you get involved in it?
1: By accident. <laughs> totally right. Um, I had a friend who, um, who have been doing folded Park Run for quite a while, and actually a more local park run to me was starting up called Crane Park, which is actually less than a kilometre from my house. Mm-hmm. And she suggested it might be something I'd like to do to get in to do some exercise. Can I just say, at that point I I was a slug. I didn't I didn't do anything. I just sat on my backside and knitted. And occasionally, if I tried to run even more than hundred metres, I'd get a calf stretch. You know, pull in my mm-hmm. calf and all sorts of things exercise was not for me and then a couple of years later uh, my husband came home and mentioned said oh there's this this thing called park run where you can run for 5k and I kind of said "Mm, I think I pointed that out to you when I mentioned it a couple of years ago and you said I'd never be able to do it and run that far anyway he he was very keen it was one of those kind of years when we were like right we're going to get on and do some exercise so um he he printed off all the barcodes i went i cycled down that week just to watch him that was the Mm -hmm. idea but i did put on a pair of shorts and i thought you know what i'll give it a go at that point i had not actually run since 1983
3: right
1: uh uh, the 1500 meters at school you don't
3: look old enough i'm not even (laughs)
1: now it's true it's true um so yeah so i ended up doing a bit of running bit of walking Came in at around 37 minutes or so. My first one, absolutely exhausted. Didn't realise the etiquette of going down the funnel. I kept running and overtaking a few people. Probably ran a bit slower than I actually did and probably got a higher time. But people, you know, put you straight very nicely. Um, and then we decided to keep going back. Um, I was one of those people who used to look out the window and go, I really hope it's raining because um, then I won't have to go because I was a fair weather runner. And then um, got children. My daughter was doing... Duke of Edinburgh's and they support Duke of Edinburgh's really well um so we got her going down there volunteering of course if she's got to be there volunteering every week somebody's got to be there to take her
3: absolutely yeah mum and dad taxi service I'm well aware
1: (laughs) so that meant that I then had to to run every week as well Or one of us did and then Carl as usual got injured so that was down to me to take her and then I just got more and more involved she loved the volunteering so much so she encouraged us yeah. To take part in the volunteering
3: as well. So it's been a real sort of family effort then?
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
3: And then, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's one of the, um, I mean, just to, in case anybody's been living in a cave for the last 10 years and, you know, or is, relative, well, is relatively new to running and, you know, has come through, um, you know, perhaps taking it up during the lockdown, what sort of like, can you just give us a brief summary of what's involved with a park run, but, you know, if they want to go and run one?
1: You need to register on the website, first of all, um, and you register and you get yourself a barcode and print that off. And then it really is just a case of turning up and having a go. And there are people, you know, at all sorts of levels, and especially at Bushy, we've got people from, you know, babes in prams who are pushed around by mums and dads who run around with them. We've got uh, people who run with dogs. We've got um, older people who run really fast. We've got um, older people who walk. The route now and we just have it, it's you can do whatever you like run walk or jog and you can you know you can be there and take part just getting out in that fresh air and then you basically turn up you start on that start line you've got all the marshals guiding you around and then you cross over that finish line and you follow down your funnel and pick up your little token and get it scanned and then you're you've got to get your time
3: yeah, so it's really as simple as that, isn't it?
1: Mm. You
3: know, it's not, it's not a big, but it just brings so many. People, it's brought so many people into um, into running and just looking up. You know, for the physical and mental health benefits. You know, have just been have been so big, haven't they?
1: Yeah, and and not and I mean the physical and mental health benefits from the running, absolutely fantastic. But what they yeah. I know Park Run did a um, had a study done by I can't remember which university it was. Uh, prior to lockdown i think um but just about the benefits of the volunteering aspects as well and how that can really support people with mental health as well as the running so you don't have to be a runner or if you you know you are injured you know there are those options of still being part of the community and and taking part and still getting all those mental health benefits as well
3: so is there any and what's um like the preparation has been in i mean we've had a couple of false alarms haven't we that we thought we were coming back and then mm-hmm. you know that which has obviously been a bit frustrating but what what have the preparations been like in the last two or three weeks when it's become apparent that this was going to be the day that it was all going to come back next saturday
1: i was down at bushy last night um for us to have funnel train because it's been um, we've, we've had some um people who've kind of run the funnel and things like that for years and years and years and actually they've decided to it's their time to take a step back from parkrun so we've got a new Sort of funnel team for setup. So I'm not part of the um, core team that set things up. I'm I'm one of their sort of regular volunteers and regular runners. But I do a lot of the volunteering. So we were down last night uh, learning how to plot the double funnel and make sure that we have the front gate with the tapes and the back gate with the tapes and making sure we have the little square blocked off for the person giving out the tokens. So really, for for me as a volunteer and as a runner, it's been very much coming down those last minutes to make sure that everything gets set up properly on the day for the first run. And I think it's about people being, you know, if you are going back to a park run, they may have had to make some changes. I know there's one or two park runs around by us who aren't coming back that first couple of weeks. Crane and Kingston um, aren't going to be coming back straight away because they've still got to make a few tweaks to their course. Um, to try and keep it as COVID secure as they can. But the team has been working really hard um, behind because, you know, we've had lots of emails through as volunteers just keeping us updated. Um, So this things like the scanning is going to be, you know, it's all going to be in the app on your phone. So if you are going to be a volunteer at Parkrun, download the Parkrun app because then you can do the scanning, the timing, things like that. It's all going to be via that.
4: Okay.
3: Uh, uh, Go on, Matt. Sorry, mate.
4: I was going to say, Mel, given we're hitting summer, just, just curious I, I know num- a number of us travel around the country we go away with our partners and some of us uh, unlike yourself aren't blessed with partners who love the running what, what's the etiquette if you're going away over this summer should you be asking your partner to for a, a pass to go and do a local part run or or should you accept that you're on holiday and get back on it after the holiday where where, where do you sit with that?
1: Well, do you know what? I've not been doing parkrun very, very long. And the first thing that Carl did when we went away on a holiday up to settle was I found where Skipton Parkrun is. And we're <laughs> going there on the Saturday morning. It was the very first day of my holiday. It was a few years ago now. And I had to run that course. It's four laps and that's four uphills. But, oh, wow. yeah, it, I mean, it, that, no oh, you one
2: wants to run four laps to, of anything.
1: No, <laughs> to do that tourism is great. But I would say certainly in the first few weeks, just given while, while parkrun teams that organize are, are finding their feet, perhaps with new, um, tweaks to the course, new things that they've had to do to make sure it's COVID secure, you know, unless don't, don't make big journeys just to go and do parkrun tourism in these next few weeks. I think give, give teams a chance to find their feet, to get back into the routine. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think that's I'd I would imagine people
3: will be anxious to do their own one anyway in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. If you wanted to go back locally, wouldn't they? I think that's great advice from Mel, actually.
2: In yeah. terms of, in
3: terms of we that, nearly
1: had, we nearly had a sweep state last night because we were saying how many do we think are going to turn up on the, at Bushy on the first.
2: What is that? there a capacity now at Bushy in terms of how many you can have?
1: We we Christmas two years ago we had over two thousand.
2: But is do they? Is there a cap? Can they say? you know we're only allowed five thousand people because i mean i've been there you know when i came there yeah. as well and it was it was 1100 and something
1: yeah and
2: it was just you've never seen anything like it It was like the start of the grand national well
1: we're um, having to move the start we're having to move the start over slightly um we we haven't got a restriction at the moment but obviously it's in the royal parks and there, there, there's certain things they've asked us to do about not treading on certain bits we've got Mm. we've got ant hills we've got to um avoid now because they're very special ants Um, ants. so we are having to move our start slightly to the right um so that puts a couple of hazards in at the start of the, the run so there's going to be a couple of us standing on big bins waving around going don't run into me and a couple of benches but it will depend. We'll just have to see how the numbers are. I mean, last night we were saying it could be anything between sort of 800 or 2,000, really. I think
2: you're going to be over 2,000, Mel. I yeah, know. I think I'm you're
3: going to be going pushing to that you. Christmas a couple of years ago. So got got I think everyone's going to be, be champing it a bit to
1: go. <laughs> we're going to be ready for that third funnel if we need it. And we've got the letters. I've got I've got to print out the letters. Because we have letters at Bushy Park Run Funnel as well because of the double funnel. So Actually, ready. I've
2: got a story, right? I've got a story about Mel.
1: Oh, um, so we we all went down to Bushy <laughs> Park
2: because obviously it's the, it's the home of Park Run and and you know Mel was volunteering down there and there was loads of us who went down. It was a great day, really great day. Um, I think Bill was there if I remember right. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, Billy uh, was.
2: There. I think Billy was was back you got out me, running. Really? You got uh, me,
1: didn't
2: he? I can't remember, but anyway, so so we was running around and then we we right. you finish and then you get going around and all I could hear and I'm not joking, I was miles <laughs> away from the all I could hear was Mel's voice. But you couldn't see her, right? You couldn't see her, but you could hear her. And I reckon that you could probably hear her from miles away. And it just got louder and louder and louder. And she, but she had those funnels, right, working tight. You think you've got that many people going through. But all you, it was hilarious because all you could hear is Mel's voice, literally, you could tell the teacher, telling everybody where to go and when to go. It was, it was hilarious. Brilliant, it was, Mel. You, uh, you're, that is
0: the perfect job for you.
1: <laughs> I, I think you're giving me far more credit for the funnel than the actual.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.
1: Yes, the loud voice. Yes, but um, Brilliant. Ray who's done that funnel for. But well, you could hear a mile away. Was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you did say. I mean, you did. I, I can't remember who it was who was videoing the the whole thing as so well. I Said, oh, I can hear Mel. I can't see her yet. It was actually. Awesome.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Al, Have voice. we got any questions and or observations,
5: part related, from the audience? Uh, a couple for Mel. Um, Mel, I think you're kind of doing yourself down when Chris says, you know, you're a star of Bushy Park because we've had Karen Lumley on and reminded you of her epic trip from the North East with Ian just to run with you in Bushy Park. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. uh Congratulations. Congratulations to Karen for coming down to do that. But it was because of you, Mel. That's, that's what she's saying in the, in the chat. Only oh, because bless of you. her.
1: She was so running the big park uh, the next day, to be fair. I think.
5: That Karen Lumley is, oh, is oh, a part of this community. <laughs> yeah. You've you've already touched on a few things that I think people have asked in terms of um, changes to expect at Parkrun. Do you think it will feel very different for us as runners? Obviously, a lot's been going on behind the scenes in terms of making the admin and everything else COVID secure. But will we see differences? Will we feel it differently?
1: I think it depends on the size of your Parkrun. I think because if, you, if you're generally a, a smaller park run anyway, I don't think you will notice a lot of differences because you have that, that range of, of paces of people coming in. So that would be staggered anyway, and you're a smaller community. I think we will notice it a little bit at Bushy just because of things like we don't know how many people are going to be happy to kind of like squeeze up in the funnel and how many people want to keep more socially distanced. Um So we, we're making it wider. So it's, it's going to depends on i think some of the runners as they come down and how they feel as well
5: okay and for those that may be anxious what's the advice around scanning and that feeding into track and trace i assume is that linked or are those two things separate
1: as far as i know they're they're separate but obviously park run would have all the details i don't know the the behind the information details of of that i guess Looking at their website to find out what they put up with their general policies for that would be the best place to, to start. But they it is all the scanning now is going to be done. So rather than the hand scanners that we used to have for the barcodes, everybody uses their own phone for the app and then they send their results to the run director. Um, same with timers. So we're not swapping and sharing equipment. Tokens, you will get handed a token, but you're only holding that for a very short point of time. If you're really worried, then obviously sanitize your hands afterwards don't you know don't put the token in your mouth don't chew it don't lick it
2: um I'm, i do that a lot sorry <laughs> really? yeah, i'm licking my token you
1: know, um we do all the things <laughs> that you would do if you're passing something between somebody you know that's a very short time of contract yeah, like a token sanitize your hands and the, the, the token it's a bit like you saying to kids don't do lungs.
3: something
2: yeah, now you said Chris that now, I'm just going to start.
3: Yeah, I'm now intrigued. I might have to have a bit of a chew on me old token, you know, just while I'm tip, to... don't oh, lick it. Don't <laughs> lick it
1: and
3: don't <laughs> nick, it. nick don't it. it.
1: Don't lick it and don't nick it. Top tip, <laughs> and t- yeah. Tokens <laughs> are, pushy are not souvenirs. We need them back. <laughs> oh, that's a
2: point. I wish I'd nick mine now. Yeah, oh, I'm not allowed <laughs> to say that, though, am I? <laughs> no, no,
1: Chris. No. Let's not
2: go there. So, Chris, you know, there's –
3: parkrun 5k what sort of tips would you have sort of like from a um, from a running perspective about doing doing a parkrun you know how would you um, sort of like what advice would you give about how people should approach i th- i think
2: um, firstly i think if if you're looking at parkrun solely right uh, and i think Alan put something up earlier that their kpi is to to get slower times which means it's more inclusive if it's not about winners so i think you should go to parkrun with with the mindset of you're there to be with other runners and do something awesome. Okay. If you then, you know, want to then move on, maybe then you start worrying about your times because you've done like 50 park runs and you think, actually, I kind of enjoy this uh, in terms of a time trial. Then I would say, uh, and Mel will disagree with this, but I would say that for that week, get get your elbows out and get to the front. Um, doesn't matter what time you're going for. Just get your elbows out and get to the front. Give yourself a clear line. doesn't matter if you're going for 50 minutes or 18 minutes. Just get yourself, you know, to the front and give yourself the best chance that you can. And just focus one lap at a time. As always, I, you know, my number one bit of advice for anything we do, whether it's 5K or, or a marathon, is break it down and just, you know, put it into manageable chunks up here. So, you know, I'm going to do the first 1K at X. Then I'm going to do the second at X. And then you start looking at people. I've called them before uh, on videos, Victims. So start looking at people that you don't like the look of. Maybe they're another running club. Maybe they're just in like a horrible colour that, you know, something that's not pink. And then yeah, start black taking, shirts and then start down, taking them all. down. You know, that's the other thing, isn't it? Start taking people down. Start looking at people. But, you know, it's a, it's that psychology, isn't it? Everyone's, we've got a competitive spirit in the human brain. And just start, you know, towards the end when you're absolutely blowing out of Start taking people. Start thinking about taking people down. Just get, but just break the race down one k at a time. That's that's the easiest bit. And if it is laps, like four laps, don't bother. Just just go on four. Laps. Who wants to do four laps? Four laps. Yeah, go somewhere else. Four laps. It's not normal.
3: Matt, where are you going? Do you part? Do you think you'll be fit for a park run next week?
4: Um. Probably not next week for for other reasons. Um, but we're quite lucky here. We've we've got quite a few within sort of a, a, re, a reasonable distance. So um, my my nearest well, we have one in Sittingbourne, which is laps. It's only two laps, Chris. Um, but actually, I go I go across to to Isle of Sheppey and run along the coast because a I can wave to my south end. 40 friends, but also oh, I, I quite like having uh, having something scenic. So I quite like running along the, the seafront and it's flat. But yeah, I mean, I, I would hope all being well in August. I'll be back running them and I, I enjoy them. It's, uh, it's, it's a great way to get those local runners together again. And it gives you a focus each weekend when it would be easier to stay in bed. Yeah, so I've, it, I've got a really good thing here, actually. Listen to this. You know Super Alan
2: Bowley? Right Before, before him, he Yeah Before they put him In the old people's home He got to 49 Heart run, oh. And then And then obviously he got put in his home And you know That happens with old people But <laughs> It's a rumour That they're going to let him out To do his 50 But where Should he do his 50 I think he should do his 50 Bushy personally And nick yeah. and Lick a token And then nick it Mel Yeah <laughs>
1: If you lick the token, I'll
2: sanitise it after. And go down the wrong tunnel, yeah. So <laughs> guys, we'd, we'd love like to hear you your suggestions point. of where you yeah, should go.
1: Comment.
5: Where should Alan, Super Alan Bowley... I've got a special 49 t-shirt. I don't want to spoil it. My 49 t-shirt is special. <laughs> I, I think we to,
4: should find one with heels, yeah. Alan. Yeah, you no, don't I want to know. For that one. One. A tough yeah, t- one, better.
5: Yeah.
4: There's lots of <laughs> no, traditions
1: no. that push you when you do like 50th or 100th and stuff. You have to bring cake and Prosecco. Prosecco
2: is mandatory. Oh, right Some alcohol. The cake, it, I'm right? after the cake is, is, is for me. <laughs> so should we get into the lightning round, people? Let's, let's, let's do, do the lightning, round. Round. Let's do it. Let's the lightning do, round. Let's get, right, stand by for the most awesome, in charge. The most awesome I'm graphics I'm in have ever Tell seen us. in your whole entire life. Stand by, people. It's coming. Hang on, hang on. Get ready for the awesome graphics.
5: I Mel, you're back. It's just me and yeah. you. No one's watching. No one's listening. Don't worry. Okay. There's no pressure on the lightning round. And I guarantee you, you do know the answers. There's no trick questions. Okay? <laughs> so keep it simple. Keep it succinct. And you'll be fine. So there's only 10 of them. And it is quite quick. So don't worry. Bucket list race. Where where, where, where would you be going, you know, on that oh, bucket I'm do- list? I'm, do- One do- more I'm
1: race. doing it in October. I'm doing uh, London
5: blm london marathon yeah not no, no 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 attempts to go abroad
1: oh i mean Nothing, yeah exotic. i'd like to do that that would only
5: be a half not a marathon yeah i just half. all right okay as it's half we'll let you off then we'll stick to the form of london pre-pre-race breakfast what's your tip Ooh, off before usually, a race? Porridge.
1: usually porridge
5: yeah flavored or plain
1: oh plain with made with skim no. milk Three three little cups of oats. No, one little cup of oats, three little cups of milk. Little espresso cup size. Done in the microwave for two and a half minutes.
5: No jam or honey on top, just to give it a little bit of extra (laughs) flavour. No, no, okay. Keep it pure. Right, favourite race distance?
1: Um, Probably, that is tricky because probably 10k because it's over quicker.
5: Yeah. (laughs) all done all done in an hour uh,
1: i wish no need to go on
5: those <laughs> long runs no we'll get we'll get you there don't worry we'll get you there okay we, we've had a bit of this tonight already nike or adidas oh
1: neither if you had
5: to choose a brand which one would you go for neither oh, okay neither. controversial
1: controversial i hope
5: yeah all right okay well this might then kind of negate the next question i don't know if they do running shorts but if they don't what's your go-to brand of running shorts
1: Oh, I like my Tickaboo's.
5: Oh, yeah. All colours, all flavours?
1: Uh, bright, as bright as possible, but I lo- I have to say my favourite, favourite Tickaboo running shorts are the 4D Splat Pinks. They were the speckled ones. They uh, are the best.
5: Chris will be pleased to hear that, I'm sure. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm more co- Coca-Cola at the moment. Yeah.
5: Okay. But you can be persuaded then by the sounds of it. You might have dabbled.
1: I, I may have dabbled with a, a, a sugar free Pepsi as it used to be called in the old days.
5: <laughs> oh. Okay. Just a couple more then. Training in the summer for an autumn race or winter training for spring races.
1: Oh. Do you winter, prefer to kind winter.
5: of run all hot and sweaty?
1: <laughs> winter every time. I'm kind of the fact I'm having to I've had to train twice for London, the virtual last year and then this one, both over the summer. It's it's not a good good look for me
5: (laughs) okay fair enough road or trail running
1: oh god not trail definitely road
5: (laughs) no never tried it
1: oh because of
5: a bad experience
1: um i i thought i was a couple of runs that i've done that i didn't realize quite how much trail was involved including where the other week
5: (laughs) yeah that was a bit naughty wasn't it i agree on that one So you've got got another vote for me on that one. Okay, you've got a one-song playlist. What will that one song be? Because it's going to be there on all your runs forevermore.
1: Oh, Meatloaf Bat Out of Hell.
5: Okay, that's pretty good. And last but not least, Park Run or Run Disney?
1: (sighs) Oh. I've never done Run Disney, but the, the, the community at Park Run, the fact it's every week, it's free. Um, and it's give, it's it's done so much for me personally. Um, Got to be Park right. Run.
5: Fantastic. There you go, Mel, all done and dusted. There was nothing difficult about that. You did know all the answers, as I promised. Well done. Back to the...
2: Oh, be fair. She's done well there, not she? That's, that's yeah, under pressure.
3: <laughs> Thanks ever so much, Mel, for joining us, giving us all the insight on Park I hope it goes really well for you next Saturday. Um, you know, I'm, what a brilliant job everybody does who volunteers with Park Runs, keep it all going. It's, and I'm glad to see it back. It's going to be great.
2: I just think Mel's just one of the best people in the community. I mean, we've got absolutely amazing people in the community, like, you know, the, the captain and the car, All the all the people... Look, Mel, whenever she turns up, she's always smiling, always laughing. It just, despite her, you know, pushing her way into the newsletter, Mel. We won't talk about that. <laughs> um, but she, but she's always, she's always got a smile, and uh, yeah, she's always a joy to be around. So thanks a lot coming on, Mel. really, really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, you. we'd love to have you back, Mel. Anytime. Stick around. Stick around. Yeah, and hang about because
5: we've got some, we've got some more questions, haven't we, Al, From General from the audience. We have coming in from the audience, and, and Mel may have uh, uh, some input onto this. So, Barbara's come back, keen to find out about races, and uh, sounds like she might be interested in Beat the Boat. Was you one of the Beat <laughs> the Boaters last time it took place?
1: Tell I us all about that. that. that you, yeah, I know why you've asked that, Alan. I i hated that. No, it's a question from the audience. It's a question from the I audience. I was unwept. I don't know. Your- this is proper.
3: Can I nick her soon for food? I've literally
1: Cut got food ready. <laughs> 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 now
2: honestly, <laughs> we that didn't have so this with Petra or Sabrina.
5: No. Wow.
1: I'm so sorry. I apologise. <laughs> um, Beat the boat was more <laughs> enjoyable than I expected, <laughs> and you need him on sometime. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean. I loved, loved the idea of it. I loved the idea of the beer and prosecco stops, um, but I was feeling unwell, so yeah. I didn't get to drink those. But it, we just pirates. I'm not aware. Yeah,
5: yeah. Just explain a little bit about the concept of beat the boat because it's a bit different, isn't it? As a race,
1: it is. You, so basically, you kind of it's a a very, Well, this particular one, it was along Windsor and on the Windsor Eaton Riverside, and basically, you get your family to come along and watch you, but they watch you from the luxury of a boat which uh, goes along the Thames and you run the race and they go up and then you turn around and come back and the idea is that you roughly pitch what time you're going to do your 10 in, and the idea is that you get back before they do so if you've got, they have like a 40 minute boat, a 50 minute boat, an hour boat, an hour and 10 boat, I think they even had an hour and 20 and I didn't even get in before that because I was so poorly, <laughs> I definitely was beaten by the yeah. boats. <laughs>
5: Well, let's hope that hasn't put Barbara off and that she'll be signing up for Beat the Boat whenever it returns, probably in 2022. I know there's a big 40 community that loves that race, do not they?
1: It's the, it's the boat going with the community that makes it. And it was mm. one of um, one of our best photos for Stu's toilet. Uh, toilet
2: oh, yeah, and... yeah, yeah. It's a brilliant picture that is. And uh, you know what? I think what Mel was saying, actually, I, I think, you know, because the guys this week were at um, Run Through uh, back in the Olympic Park. And normally, it's not a bit unfair to run through, maybe, but just running around the West Ham Stadium doesn't really appeal to to many people, or whatever. But when you go there, and there's people from our club and our community, um, all getting together, you know, bright pink, not pink, whatever you rock up in doesn't matter. Um, and you don't have to be part of the club, but you know, just part of the community, whatever. It just makes it just makes such a difference, such a buzz. Um, it doesn't matter. I I think I could be running, uh, running around the block. And if I see, you know, I go nuts when I see people dressed up in our stuff. I I, I literally lose it when I'm out. I think it makes such a difference when you, when you see somebody, not necessarily, but you know, somebody, you know, at one of these events, it really does. It, it it turns it on its head. I think you can turn a really boring, dull five lap pony race that you're doing around West Ham stadium. Sorry about all the West Ham supporters. Um, (laughs) <laughs> In no, into just really. the most amazing night. Um, I've had some blinding nights down there, and it's and it's basically down to the people that are, are, are there from from our community and our club.
5: Agree. What else we got, Al? Okay, Daniel. Daniel Griffin's been waiting very patiently. Sorry, Daniel. Um, he, he's he's read lots of top tips about what you should do at races. But have you got any, you know, have you got a single piece of advice about what you shouldn't do? For example, don't go out in brand new shoes. What else should you be avoiding on race day? Oh, um, I'm sure we can all
4: speak from personal
5: experience, can't we?
4: Yeah. Go on, uh, Patrick. Oh, off the top of my head, don't go off too fast. Made that mistake many a time. Um, failing to warm up properly. Yeah. Um, I think the best advice someone ever told me, because I think when you go to a race, you go there with a, there's a race mentality, isn't there? Don't, don't expect a personal best every time because it ain't going to happen.
2: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, actually. I think, uh, I think it's the mindset in which you go to that race. You'll find most people achieve their best results when they turn up without a care in the world. You know, and if you've gone and bought new stuff, it's probably because you care too much about that race. And it's probably you've tried something new because you care about that race. So up here already, you're you're battling not only physically but mentally. So go to a race without a care in the world, rock up, run, and the chances are if you're if you're free of all the baggage of, of everything that's on up here, you will absolutely fly. Um, I think you, you need to I think you need to
3: prepare to be adaptable. I think you need it to might. look at the circumstances of what is happening. Sometimes things might not go your way, but alternatively, you might get off to a really good start and things are going your way and then you can take advantage of that. But don't be too set in your ways about this is what I'm going to do on a particular day and tr- just try and enjoy it. You know, you're a, it's, it's a bit of a cliche, but everybody does get the same medal and all these sort of things. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm and in a, with yeah. heart running minds, it's like we touched upon earlier. It's always next week. You can always go and do another one. And there's so much more that you can get out of the complete experience more than just what it says on your Strava and what, you, what your watch says. So yeah. I'd, I'd, I, you know, as a relative novice, I would say, you know, just be prepared to adapt.
4: We've we've all run with our watch, you know, and I, I remember I, I paced the old parts a couple of years ago and I don't think I've ever looked at my watch as much. But actually sometimes looking at your watch constantly – can, can mess with your mind and, 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 and disrupt those plans. So I, I've certainly found sometimes running free of a watch and all those cares, you do, you surprise yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, there's, a, there's a lot to be said for that. It's a, as always with running, it's a, it's a mental thing, isn't it, as, as we know? Um, the,
4: one, the one other thing I'd say, and I wouldn't just put this in the context of a race, but more broadly running, from personal experience now, don't don't ignore pain. If If you feel something's not right, stop. Mm. Yeah, true. You know, whether it's race or a training run, you know, that would be my absolute number one. Don't
2: ignore yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think I well it was what we a year Matt, we was doing um London one year and our hamstring went, didn't it? And you was kind enough, bless him, poor captain. Um we sent Bill off because he was like a maniac that day. Uh, and bless him the captain stuck with me because but immediately I was like, you know, sub four is off, forget it. Um I just got to get this home, and the captive Basically, got me over the line because. But I, I knew then. I felt the pain, and what's the point carrying on? What What was the point that day? There's
4: none. I, I only did that because I'd done Brighton two weeks earlier. Had I not done Brighton, <laughs> mate, I'd have left you, <laughs> you too. Get, so, on so, yeah, yeah. get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Where well, else got,
2: what else we got? We haven't
5: got long, actually, guys. What else have we got, Big Al? Uh, we've, we've, we've got a few more questions, so we'll, we'll try and rush oh, through them. Far back, them on. Given, Let's get them. The, the, yeah. How much they deserve? So, so Pete's just come in. Um, obviously, he's been training for a half marathon. He reckons he can get quicker, but he's only running three or four times a week. Is that part of the solution or is that part of the problem? Should he be running more or should he be running smarter? It always, it's
2: always comes down to the quality of the sessions um, and the consistency in which you are training those quality sessions. Uh, three, four times a week is fine, but how much of, you know, of those sessions are really like designed, you know, intensive, <sighs> high effort level, speed sessions, heel sessions, that kind of work, because that is ultimately where you'll get your speed from. So it's you can all go out and do junk miles three, four times a week. Yeah, I've gone out and run 10K. I've done 13 miles, whatever. But how actually, what was your effort level like? Uh, And and how precise were you? What was you trying to achieve? What did you get out of it? And and where's the training effect going to come from, from doing that? Because I could go out and run 10K, Seven days a week. But what training effects, what benefits are can have? Zero. But if I, if I then start putting structure into my runs and I drop down to maybe four runs a week, but I make two of them, uh, you know, a moderate effort and a high, and a high, um, effort level. And one of them is really drilled into a, a speed session. And the other one's more sort of goal tempo pace. Then I'm going to get a much better training effect from those. And instead of doing seven junk miles, uh, seven junk runs, that's, that's the thing. So it's it's all about quality of runs and quality of sessions. That's why we do what we do with the guys in Hartford and, and Broxman's not a plug. It's just saying, you know, that some of those guys Ian will tell you straight away and what Alan's doing in Essex, you know, we try and put on at least one run a week for those guys so they know they're going to get a quality session that is going to benefit them in terms of physical, mental stamina that will ultimately improve their speed over six to eight weeks. Now, I think you'll agree, Ian, this is not blow smoke up my what's it but to say over the last six to eight weeks you've put you have got faster from what we've been absolutely doing,
3: yeah i have and other people in the group have as well whether their targets are sort of to do 10k we've got we've got people of all standards and people who are you know looking forward to getting up back on the um the park run wagon and then other people with 10k's half people like myself i'm doing my first uh in plan and it's you know, having that session, an int- one intense session every week, it's great. I can just pencil it in, and I know I'm doing that on a Tuesday. So that really helps. I mean, uh, have we got um, – can we just rattle through a few more?
2: I'm a bit worried yeah, about Mel's tea. We got three. Yeah, I'm worried about Carl coming back in me. What's he going to say next? We're yeah. we going to have to tease him out. Explicit. <laughs> I'm
5: so sorry. Claire
1: Jackson. Claire jackson brings back from Bring shin back Carl. <laughs> because oh, he will. <laughs>
5: sorry, Claire. I'm trying to get your question over the line. Come on, sorry, go. Come on, let's get these Question from Claire. Question from Claire. Um, she's been suffering from, sh- I can't even say it now, shin splints, and has not run fair. for three weeks. And I think that picked up on Matt's point about running in pain. Mm-hmm. But uh, given that she's training for Brighton, can she catch up? What should she do? How should she adjust her plan? When's when well, Brighton? You know?
2: Well,
1: Where Brighton's
2: September. September, isn't it? Yeah,
1: September. it's great North yeah. Friday,
2: Day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, obviously she's hopefully getting some form of um, help with that in terms of medical um, and from a professional person because you need to see someone professional um, to help you with your shin splints and, and show you what you need to do. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course you can. Uh, as long as your baseline fitness is, has been okay leading up to it, three weeks not run. I mean, again, I'm not a qualified medical person, so I can't give you, but from a running point, let's say as a running coach point of view, I would say, yeah, just manage what your expectations are. Yeah. So that's that's the simplest answer. If you're thinking of going for a PB, maybe not. But if you want to just go and get the medal, which you might as well, then, yeah, it's totally doable. But speak to the professionals, please. You know, I'm, go and, in, I'm, go I'm and enjoy 100%. it. It's a great
4: little marathon.
2: Yeah, with heels.
4: Little marathons.
2: <laughs> Next one two per hour. Come on, let's
5: bat them out. Yeah, we've got two, we've got got a couple. Um, we've got Deirdre wants to know: big marathons, big races happening in October and autumn, like the Manchester Marathon. They're going to go ahead. I think we hundred percent hope they yes. do, but
2: 100%. unless it goes unless it goes completely, what's it? Um, And everyone starts licking their parkrun tokens, then but apart from that, which we'd all have to blame Mel for putting it on here. Yeah. So if you've got a big
3: race, don't tempt fate. Don't lick your parkrun. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Don't go to your parkrun. It'll be your your own fault. Don't do a Mel. But yeah, we think it will. 100%.
5: Okay. Then last one. Okay. Got a couple more. Last one. Okay. Last one. It's just come in hot off the press. Apparently, there's a Toby from Broxbourne wants to know, halloumi fries with the big double whopper cheese, Chris, or not?
2: To- Toby yeah. who? <laughs> uh,
5: good question. Toby who? Hey. Good you, question.
2: You've got to watch at the end of the video because he finds out how much I stitched him up <laughs> on the second part, right? He Fair doesn't realise how much I actually stitched him up. It is quality. <laughs> it is quality, people. And I think that's it, in it, guys? I think well, yeah, we're that's winding it. up we towards might. an hour. Hey. Mel's teasing, wow. so we're
3: going to have to <laughs> chip off. Yeah, I'm hey, worried about. Carl. He's probably I in want the bin. Carl. And his dinner.
1: If, Jins come already.
3: Oh well, that's all right. Well, as long as you've got your priorities right, that's great. Mel, thanks ever so much for coming on. You've been a terrific guest, and we'd love to have you back. Wish you all the best, everybody at Bushy Park Run, and everybody, all Park Run volunteers and participants next week. Absolutely thank you marshall if you haven't done one before check out the parkrun website sign yourself up go along you won't regret it it will change your life like it's changed lots of people's lives so i'd thoroughly recommend that we've got um quick i'll just give a quick hello to um to ray Solis, who's our official official representative of california he's Good got 10k man. tomorrow so he's gonna smash them out yeah i wish him up, mate. all the best well, I mean, he's you know he's not even having his lunch yet, <laughs> so uh, you know he's got he's still got plenty of time until he's got to do that ten k. Matt, thanks ever so much for stepping into the breach, mate. Hopefully, you will be able to get you involved. Well, I think on a regular basis it's
2: better this way without Toby. I'm so, so, that, so, so,
4: sh- so, should I not let him out the cupboard? Do <laughs> the <paddle. laughs>
2: Don't let him out the portalo.
4: Yeah, I yeah. It. No, thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me
3: on. Yeah, it's lovely to have you on, mate. Fun. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you again very, very soon. Wish you all the best for your recovery and uh,
4: Thanks,
3: mate. see you back out there and um, meeting you all in person and seeing us back in it. races. I'm sure we'll be. It'll see be brilliant. Back. Cheers, Chris. You're welcome. You, I've got You're to good. Swansea now. Yeah, get yourself on the M4, mate.
2: Yeah. That, if, you see, if, you see, if you see blue flashing lights, it's probably then chasing me on the way to Swansea. You shouldn't say that Mrs. Ful's probably watching this. Well, yeah. I look after yourself, mate. Take care right, and um yeah, and learn
3: lots. Pay attention. Okay, that's great. Thanks ever so much, everybody, for joining us this week. Um we will um we'll be back next week, seven o'clock. Reminder that we can you can download this as a podcast on Apple, Spotify and um Google. So it'd be love to it'd be lovely to get your feedback as well. So if you've got the opportunity to uh, give us a review on those that would be uh, that'd be brilliant too so um please join us again on the long run next week at seven o'clock on friday and um enjoy your running this weekend and uh, we'll see you again soon thanks very much